I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Attention sports fans, are you a fan of an NFL team and it better be the Raiders? This is Hondo Carpenter from the Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. How would you love to attend your favorite team and it better be silver and black week one in Denver or whatever game that you pick? Well, you're in luck because the Fans First Sports Network is giving away four free tickets to the week one NFL game of your choice up to 5000 bucks. And like I said, it better be with me in Denver, where the Raiders take on the Broncos. The rules are really simple. Do this. Go to contest.fansfirstsports.com. That's contest.fansfirstsports.com and fill out the appropriate information. That's it. Once you're done, then all you have to do is sit back because you're officially registered and wait to win. That's right. Four free tickets. To any week one NFL game, you better pick Denver. What are you waiting for? Go now and enter for your shot at seeing your favorite team in action. 
That's contest.fansforsports.com. I'll see you there, brother. Hey, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. It's time now for a complete recap of the Las Vegas Raiders 31-16 loss to the Dallas Cowboys. we got a lot to talk about tonight. There was a lot in this game to discuss, and uh, we're going to dig right into it. Obviously, there's a ton of players that did not play for the Raiders. And so I think it's very important to talk about news that broke earlier in the day. We've been telling you for months that Josh Jacobs would be here by game one. And today the deal was done and it was announced. It was no surprise to anyone who watches the podcast or reads our work at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders today. And I think it's important to understand this deal was not a matter of if, it was a matter of when. And it got done, and I think it's good. I had talked earlier in the week about, you know, there needed to be a point where the Raiders say, you got to be in here by this time, not because you're not in shape, but you're not in game shape until you're here. And uh, the deal got done. There was no there was no drama around it. I know a lot of people love to, make, to play the Raider Nation for clickbait, but there really wasn't any, and the deal got done. Then we saw Tyree Wilson for the first time tonight. We didn't see a whole lot. I, I'm, I think there was between 12 and 15 reps. Clearly, the guy hasn't played football in, in a while. And so he certainly did not look like he's going to look probably week four or five. And I think that's completely understandable. There was one play where he got completely shut down. And it was against a wily veteran who understands technique. But then he comes right back in the next play and bull rushes a guy and does so good that he goes past the quarterback. And that's just the play where he's going to have to learn to keep your eyes wide open. Um, you know, there's an old saying in football, believe what your eyes tell you. And the reason is, is there's a lot of um, gamesmanship, bringing guys in motion, bringing guys over moving guys around. And sometimes you just got to believe what your eyes tell you. It's something that, Aiden O'Connell does really well. You know, the pre-snap reads, teams like to hide a lot. But when the ball snapped, there's no hiding. You just have to believe what you see. If a guy's open, he's open. If he's not, he's not. You can't go, well, the pre-snap, there was a double guy over there. If you look over and he's there, you got to hit him. And uh, overall, I I, I would not I, – I, I know social media wanted to tell a different story. But – there was nothing to judge. I think he showed you some flashes of that pass rushing, bull rushing athleticism that the, the Cowboys didn't have an answer for. But he missed the sack. And those are all things he's going to learn. You got to remember at Texas Tech, folk, folks, he was not playing against NFL competition. And so he was able, because of his side speed and strength, to overpower people. That's not going to happen. I mean, Max Crosby of today is not the Max Crosby four years ago. You have to grow into that. You have to learn. There's going to be a lot of film watching. So um, I I'm just telling you, I didn't see anything to be discouraged about. Absolutely nothing. I think there are some things you can, you can say, okay, he's got to work on that, got to work on that. Listen, there were plenty of other areas to be discouraged in, but not with Tyree Wilson. All right, uh, let's get into um, – uh, I'm trying to how I want to word this. Let's get into Palomal. Um, 
because this is a guy, a defensive back, trying to make the team, fighting to make the 53-man. And um, I, I don't think – I think there were a couple of defensive backs that had okay nights. I don't think anybody was outstanding. Uh, Mao made a couple of good plays, but, man, he, he struggled tonight. There were some tough issues for him tonight. And, you know, when you, when you go into this game, if you're playing – in week three, you're either a rookie or you're a guy on the cusp. Now, you know, you could see rookies playing who we know are going to make the team. We know Tyree's going to make the team. We know Amari Bernie is going to make that. Well, whatever. But my point is, is when you're a guy, oh, sorry about that. This table's wobbly. Forgive me. I'm not trying to make you see sit. When you are a guy who's playing and you're a veteran in the third preseason game, you got to know I'm on the cusp. And it's close. And so uh, Paul Mao, to me, struggled tonight. Uh, Amik Robertson had a couple of big mistakes, but, man, he made several good plays. In fact, I, I recorded five very good plays that he made. One mistake um, was because another guy had made a mistake and he tried to overcompensate. Again, you want a guy who's willing to help. So I'm I'm not going to call that a complete failure. I'll, I'll certainly call it a mistake, but not a complete one. Then he had one just blown. But Amik, he just he just sticking around, and uh, again made some plays. I, I thought um, Luke Masterson was the only linebacker that I thought was was excellent. Um, he made one mistake, and the the mistake was literally a cowboy had fallen down. And so he he just misread it. Okay, he's a second-year player, UDFA. I'm going to give him that. He made several plays, including several right at the point of the tack in an open field that were astounding, um, made some really good adjustments. I thought Omari Bernay, um, I, I don't think he was excellent, but I think he was good. I think he he played well, and he's a rookie. He just needs reps. He's not a starter. And um, – I don't think anybody says he is, but I think he looked okay. Drake Thomas made some plays. He also missed some plays. And if you're a guy battling Curtis Bolton, that's a battle. I'm just telling you, that's a battle. I think tonight Curtis Bolton has a lead on Drake. But I think when coaches go back and watch film and there's a lot of discussion, I mean, he's a UDFA, so – it's not like Bolton's super expensive, but you got him under contract. He's a homegrown guy. You may have heard my questions of Dave Ziegler this week and Josh McDaniels. If you didn't go back, please go back and watch their interviews. But I talked to them about making decisions about guys who are, you know, this guy may help us more this year, but this guy's a little bit lower, but his upside's up here. I think that's going to, matter of fact, I know that's going to be a discussion. I think, again, right now, Bolton probably has the lead for that spot, but I think it's it's super close for Drake. And I projected Drake to make the 53-man before training camp started. Um, I want to get to a guy who you guys all know I like him a lot. In fact, I'll be honest, there, there is not one Raider on this team I don't like. This is a really good group of people. But a guy that now that training camp's over, I can just tell you, I was very disappointed in Zeus, Zamir White. I like him a lot. I think he's a super kid. Um, I call him a kid because I'm 52. I don't do that out of disrespect. 
but he's a second round pick. They invested money in him at year two, getting all the reps he's been getting in training camp. There should have been more. I'm sorry. There just should have been more. Damian Williams came in, looked sensational. Now, I also know that Damian was not facing the competition that Zeus was, but it wasn't that much different. It was different, and I think you got to be um, um, honest and forthright and say it was different, but not much. And I thought Sincere McCormick, again, shine. So there's some real questions here. You know Josh Jacobs. You know Zamir. I mean, excuse me. You know Josh Jacobs. You know Brandon Bolden, and you know Amir Abdullah are going to make it. I think you almost have to punzel in Zeus. Um, I I don't think the Raiders – no, that's four, and Jakob would be five. So the question that the Raiders have is Josh, Amir, Brandon, do they keep a fourth running back or do they cut Bolden? I don't think they're cutting Bolden. I know it seems to be listening to some of the emails and responses I'm getting from you. A lot of people – would like to see Bolden go. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think his spot's solid. So do they cut a Zeus? Now, it's going to cost them some money. I don't think they would be able to sign him to a practice squad. I think because, remember, you got to cut guys, then everybody else has a chance to sign them, and then you get to hide him back to practice squad. They might. I just think where he was picked in his college career and still being young, he would get a chance. I mean, somebody took Leatherwood anyways. But do they keep? A Damian Williams. To me, the way Damian Williams has played, this is a guy you need on this roster. But, man, I just don't see him carrying five running backs and Jakob. That would just not, to me, be roster discipline. I think that would just be too much. Now, you also got to know that if they keep nine offensive linemen, they're go- I've got them then at 54 guys. All right, so if you keep nine – do you only, knowing that Jakob can play tight end, do you only keep two tight ends? Okay, now let's talk about Jesper Horstead. Jesper Horstead had a good game tonight. In fairness, I thought the offense looked pretty good. Now, there were some guys making mistakes that aren't going to make the team, so you just have to mentally, even though it's hard if you're watching just as a fan, it's hard to disenfranchise yourself from that. But as a media member whose job is to be analytical and not to be a fan, I, it's easy to say, okay, I mean, there was a couple plays. Oh, that's a mistake. Oh, okay, that guy's not making the team. Not worried about it. Um, so I think there's, you know, I, I think they've got to carry three tight ends, just the Josh Jacobs system. I don't see a way they carry four running backs. I think Brandon Bolden's great in the kicking game. He does great rushing. So does Amir Abdullah. Do they roll the dice and say, we're going to keep three? We're going to keep Josh, Brandon, Damian. Or Josh, Amir, Damian. I think if they went with three, that would probably be the the most opportune. But I just don't know that Dave Ziegler and his staff are ready to quit on a guy they picked in the second round. You say, well, yeah, but they let Leatherwood go, but they didn't pick him. I think that would be a, a swing and a miss. And um, I would hope that if they don't think he is belongs there, if he's not in that top, I, again, the upside, you got to weigh that, and I know that's what they're doing, but to me that's a great concern. Um, let's talk about Aiden O'Connell, who yet again was incredible. 
Now, understand he got some work against some twos early. Um, you got a lot of work amongst threes, a lot of work. And the, and the Cowboys played their threes well into the third quarter, well into the third, and a couple of them even into the fourth. Um, in fact, there were some twos in the second quarter and in the third quarter, and uh, almost all threes in the third, and then and then fourth quarter was fourth quarter. I thought Aiden O'Connell was excellent. His poise in the pocket was great. He had two bad passes, um, but again, he's a rookie. It's going to have every quarterback has bad passes, especially I think he threw 26 times. So, but he was great. He stepped up, he moved around. Um, there was one particular play he made that I have not seen him make in practice or in a game yet. And I, and it, it's something so insurmountable that maybe you didn't see it. I'm not in any way questioning your football knowledge, but sometimes when a play, gets going. So there's some ancillary things that were missed. Um, he was under center and the safety had come up and cheated. And so he had uh, brought over a guy, brings a guy in motion closer to the line of scrimmage and closer to the, to the uh, tackle, which forced the safety to move up. And when he did, he saw that you know he saw a guy swing out into the flat. It was just it was a really good play by Aiden, and it was it was vision. It was something that you would expect to have seen from Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe not a rookie in his third preseason game. It was a really really good play by him, and I think those were special things. By the way, I just remembered I told you there was a play where Masterson uh, made a mistake. It's where uh, a guy. Uh, um, fell down and one of the defensive tackles went the wrong spot. And so, and so it was a Masterson, you know, he didn't expect his guy to fall down. I apologize. I just remember that out of the top of my head. Um, I'll tell you what really um, impressed me was Christian Wilkerson is a guy I don't think is making the roster. I don't think he's making the 53. I think they would love to sign him. I don't know that they'll be able to do it. But I don't make think he's making the 53. If he does, all for it. I don't dislike him. I just don't think he's making it. Now, remember, I'm not giving you my opinions here. My opinions would be completely different. What I'm giving you, though, is what I'm hearing from inside the organization. So I don't think Christian makes it. I think he makes it very difficult for them to cut him, which is what a player's job is to do. I want to play so well that if you wave me and hope I make your practice squad, Someone else is going to sign me. But Christian Wilkerson made a, a big mistake early, a couple of them actually, and then roared back and was just resilient. You know, this is the National Football League. No one is perfect. The other teams getting paid a lot of money to play football too. And so sometimes I think people see a mistake and think, okay, I don't want that guy on my team. Well, everybody made mistakes tonight. And so everybody makes mistakes in every game. In fact, I heard it said one time, uh, I believe it was Mike Marks who told me this. If I'm wrong, it may have been Steve Mariucci. But I, I think it was Mike Marks told me one time, he says, you show me a guy that can play an NFL football game and not make a mistake, and I'll show you a guy that didn't play. I always appreciated that about Mike because he is very demanding, very demanding, very critical. 
But I always appreciated that he noticed that about guys. And so I, I thought that was interesting. And I, I really like to see, I think Christian Wilkerson tonight said, I want to make it really difficult on it. I thought he had a really, really good night. Uh, Jade, uh, Nessa Jade Silvera. I think this guy's on the bubble to make this team. If I was doing the 53, he would not be. I think there's a chance he may not make it because maybe they, if I'm not keep, I would keep 10 defensive linemen personally. If they're not going to keep 10, then they're going to let somebody go. Well, I think Farrell has shown some things. Butler's shown some things. Byron Young got some play tonight. He's he's young in the system. He's making the team. But I'm, I'm sorry. I'd keep Jade. I, I know that he's on the bubble. But that guy tonight, I have not seen that much holding since my wife said to me, can you bring home dinner and let's watch The Notebook? A lot of cuddling. <laughs> But And I'm not complaining. I love my wife. I do love you, honey. Just maybe not the notebook. But anyways, um, and, it, and so he was held all night. It was very, I mean, he still made plays. But I can't tell you how many times I kept thinking, hold, 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 hold. And when you're watching a guy getting held all the time, that tells you what he's doing. And I think that was very, very critical with, with him tonight. Um, I want to talk about the quick strike Raider offense. Now, you got to remember, you didn't see a ton of guys tonight, a ton. I thought it was great to see all the reps for the young linemen. I thought Dalton Wagner was very solid. I thought McClendon Curtis was really solid. Um, I think there's some guys that struggled, but, you know, other guys I don't think are going to make the 53. So I thought it was a good night for the Raider offensive line. Um, again, I told you about linebackers, but I want to talk about another defensive back who made a couple of really bad plays. But, man, he overcame it making several good ones. And sometimes a guy will make a play that doesn't show up in the stat book. And I'm talking about Duke Shelley. Duke went out there and balled out. He played some really good coverages. But there were a couple of times where his defensive skills, the guy he was covering was the number one target. And he forced Greer, the Cowboys quarterback, to move off of him. Now, didn't help because Greer slaughtered a lot of people tonight. But I, I thought, and I know this is just going to get me a ton of, of criticism, and I'm fine with that. I'm a big boy. I can take it. But I don't think Duke Shelley played as bad as some people on social media thought he did. I, I thought he did pretty good. Daniel Carlson is Daniel Carlson. 62-yard field goal, three for three. We know what he is. He's he's arguably the best kicker in the NFL. If he's not number one, he's number two. I thought Jacob Bobbin Moyer was a guy, and you may say, well, he only does long snaps. Yeah, he's been really good. He's been able to build that chemistry with AJ and Daniel. Um, I think he's really, really good. Now, I want to give you a couple more. So let, let's just talk recaps. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but um, Josh McDaniels was letting Mick Lombardi call the plays tonight. And so you saw some things where some people were being critical of some play calling, but you have to understand they were being situational. There was a couple of incidents where the Raiders went for it on fourth down where they would have never gone for it in a regular season but they want to get some practices on that um, fourth down scenario. That's completely makes sense to me. 
that's completely germane. And there were a couple other scenarios where they ran some plays where I saw some people being critical, but they were really trying to get work in that scenario. They weren't thinking about the ball game. I want to explain it to you this way. I um, am old enough to remember many years ago, there was a, a major league baseball lockout and it really hurt my love for baseball. But after that, I started going to a lot of minor league games. And I remember going to cover a minor league baseball game once and a player is throwing a no-hitter. A pitcher's throwing a no-hitter in the eighth inning. And all of a sudden, the manager comes out and pulls him. So afterwards, I'm down in the clubhouse, and I asked the manager, you know, what was wrong with him? Was he hurt? Why'd you pull him? He goes, oh, he's on a pitch count. I said, what? He says, he's on a pitch count. A pitch count. Throwing a no-hitter. He goes, yeah. And I said, you don't replace a, uh, a guy this late in the game with a no-hitter. Unless he's injured, he goes, you're doing the minor leagues. And that's why I never went back to another game. If you're not going to play real baseball, then don't, 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 don't tell me you're playing baseball. Tonight, there were several times where the Raiders in that scenario weren't playing to win. They were playing to work on scenarios. And in the preseason, that makes complete sense. It may not to you, but I'm trying to explain to you, it's going to make the Raider team better. Um, because you've got some stuff on tape to show. And, and even if it's not starters, hey, here's what we called. Look at how we handled it, et cetera, et cetera. So I thought it was, I thought that was very good. I thought um, Josh McDaniels, um, I don't want to get into specifics right now. I want to, I want to hold back on that for a minute. Um, until after tomorrow, I'll address it in my next podcast. But I thought there were a couple of decisions he made, even though he wasn't play calling, that he showed you who the guys were on the bubble. And uh, I, I, I like the way Josh handled this game tonight. I thought it was really, really good. So overall, um, the defense was not good. Several of the players that struggled aren't going to make the 53. But there were a few that are going to make the 53 that struggled. And that's concerning. Um, overall, I, I give the defense mm, a D. Again, a couple of guys did play well. Not great. In fact, uh, no one other than Luke Masterson I thought was great on defense. Um, and then going over the offensive side of the ball, I thought lots of areas were really good. Yeah, there were some drops by some guys who are ancillary, you know, maybe bubble guys or practice squad guys, but – I, I, I thought it was really good. Aiden O'Connell was sensational, uh, absolutely sensational. And I think there is so much upside for that young man. The Josh um, McDaniel system is, is very intense, and it, there's a lot of verbiage. There's a lot of things that, that have to be discussed. But I think you're, you're Aiden O'Connell, in my opinion, um, I don't know that the depth chart – that will be released after Labor Day um, will reflect this. But I think Aiden O'Connell has played as the second best quarterback. I thought Brian Hoyer was really good against the Niners. And, and I think he did some good things against San Francisco, but I don't think he was great. And I think every game Aiden O'Connell has been great. And in fairness, against good competition early in games. So I think you got it. You got to just be honest and call spade a spade. So remember, this is where we're at. I'm going to have a lot more recap 
And then I'm going to have a huge podcast coming as soon as the 53-man roster is announced and a lot more. We got a lot more to talk about. So from all of us here at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network, I'm Hondo Carpenter. Thanks for listening. Thanks for catching our post-game podcast. We'll see you all soon. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumpacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider Production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.